0: Welcome to the Art of Alchemy podcast with me, Natasha de Grunwald. In this podcast, we will be looking at all of the gifts that life brings you and how a shift in perspective, even if it's just 1%, can create an absolutely different experience of your life. We will be looking at inner leadership and how you can always open up to the river of wisdom and inspiration that life brings. I'm very excited because I have Activate Alchemy coming up and we've got four days of looking at all this kind of stuff, looking at the stories, the patterns, the behaviors, and actually together over four days, we're going to be creating so much magic and joy. There will be so much self-love, self-acceptance and aligned (laughs) action-taking and we're going to have a lot of fun. So I would love you to come and join me. Please find the link in the show notes. And I would just really, really enjoy seeing your face in my Zoom room in March. Hello, beauty. It's Natasha here. And I'm very much looking forward to diving into this week's podcast with you, which is all about how to stop self-sabotage. Ooh, it's a big one, isn't it? We all do it, don't we? And I think what I've noticed is so many people talking to me about it recently. So I was very inspired to come in here and share my thoughts with you. So when I was thinking about self-sabotage and how it shows up, what I think it is ultimately is a fear of failure or... (laughs) it could equally be a fear of success or a fear of not being good enough or fear of someone saying no like rejecting us these are the things that get in the way whether we are acknowledging it or not because sometimes it's the subconscious that is fearing the failure or scared of someone saying no of being rejected we're not it's not so conscious But if we bring it into conscious awareness, that is a very powerful first step. And so when we do spend some time really developing our self-awareness or being able to go within for deep introspection, it really helps us to notice patterns of behavior and the stories that we're telling ourselves and how it is really through that that we are able to stop these behaviours from really causing a problem because they ultimately really hold us back from what it is that we really want in our lives. And this is also where coaching is just so brilliant because having someone there that can reflect back to you what they're seeing because often when we are self sabotaging well not often always <laughs> when we're self sabotaging we are not coming from our highest most aligned version of ourselves actually if we were thinking about this in terms of archetypes the child archetype would be would be pretty prominent would be yeah showing up quite strongly and actually, there is a whole archetype called the saboteur. So, you know, Carol Carolyn Miss, I think her name is, is the wonderful person that did a lot of work around archetypes. And I highly, highly recommend you check out her work. Because the saboteur, the self-sabotaging part of us, We'll basically look for any and every excuse not to do things, not to move forwards with what it is that we really want in our lives. And so what happens when we have these feelings coming up, this fear of failure or success or rejection or not being good enough, any of those They're often very deep rooted. And what happens is it triggers a huge amount of avoidance within us because it feels really uncomfortable. And we find ourselves like shying away from what it is that we want, like avoiding what we want. And then we find ourselves in this situation where the desire isn't then aligned to our behavior. So the desire becomes unaligned, not aligned to our behavior. So we end up having this kind of internal contradiction going on where we want something, but it feels really uncomfortable and it feels hard. And so often what happens then is we try and find some kind of balance and that often ends up looking like us trying to tell ourselves that we don't want this thing or I'll let I'll let myself off the hook I won't I won't try I won't try something new because actually I don't want it enough or you know I really want to create this new offering for my clients but I'm I'm actually, I just don't think it's the right time right now, or I'm just feeling too tired. So I think I'll just put it on the back burner for now. I'll do it another time. It's not feeling quite right. I think it's probably better that I wait. <laughs> you know, have you heard yourself saying these things? Because it feels uncomfortable. I had this, funnily enough, when I was recording last week's podcast, which was all about abuse and consent, which was a very difficult podcast for me to record. And when you go back and listen to that, you'll know that I talked about the fact that I had to re-record bits and cut and splice, edit, change stuff. And it got to a point where I just thought, oh, I just don't want to do it anymore. You know, I just can't be bothered. Maybe I won't put this podcast out. Maybe it's not important. I'll leave it. I'll leave it for another time. I'm just not feeling it right now. And this was at the stage where I just had like one last closing, you know, closing few words. I recorded pretty much the whole podcast. But because it brought up fear in me, because it brought up a feeling of it's not good enough. It then made me feel very uncomfortable. And it was would be really easy for me to just say, I just won't bother. I won't put that episode out. I'll record another one instead. You know, one that feels safer. <laughs> um, but no, I decided I saw what was happening. I saw that little trickster conscious mind trying to keep me safe Um, and, and I chose to align myself to the desire, which was to put this podcast episode out no matter what, and aligned my behavior to that. So I recorded the end of the podcast and Hey, presto, there you go. It's there for you to listen to. And I'd love you to go and have a little listen to it and let me know what you've thought. Mm -hmm. However, coming back to what I'm talking about now, do you see how easy it is? It's so sneaky, so sneaky. And I see this happening all the time, all the stories coming up. And they happen a lot in business. They happen a lot in relationships as well, don't they? You know, you've had a falling out with someone, And it feels scary to get in touch with them because you're fearing the rejection. You're fearing the discomfort of that conversation. And so you tell yourself oh, it's okay. I'll just leave it. Maybe, maybe it'll be better if we talk about it in six months time. Maybe our friendship is over. You know, we tell ourselves all these different things, but ultimately what is going on? You know, if we love that person and we once loved that relationship with them and they enriched our lives and you know that they still could, then it's self-sabotage showing up. So I hope you are really noticing where you might be doing this because I think, again, like I said at the beginning, the awareness is the first step. The second step is to choose your behavior and choose your alignment to your action. So you you might, for example, notice that you have a goal. Perhaps you wanted to really do something different and Create something really special in your business that you've not done before. And so the goal is perhaps to, I don't know, let's say have a funnel in your business that brings in some passive income. And you start, you get a load of ideas down, you get really excited about it, and all feels good. And then it comes to actually bringing it into like making it happen, making it something that you can then offer to people and you find yourself then procrastinating, feeling like it's just too hard. You're not able to do it. You don't know where to start. You have to make everything perfect before you offer this service to people. And all the stories start coming out as to why you cannot create this thing. Why now is not the time. And so that is the behavior that you keep doing that is self-sabotaging. And really the way to stop it is to stop it. (laughs) Well, that was deep, wasn't it? Wise, deep words coming out of my mouth there, but (laughs) it is actually true. Like we're so, we so often forget that if we don't like the way that things are turning out in our lives, if we actually want change, let's put a full stop to all the fears, all the stories. Let's just see them for what they are. Let's give them space. Let's give them love. And let's put a full stop and just go, right, I want this. I know that this beautiful thing that I'm creating, this funnel, this lovely, I don't know, membership or this lovely offering that I've got for my clients. that's going to bring me in passive income. That's going to feel really good for me and feel amazing for them. Let's make it happen. You know, let's just take the action because it's only really in putting a full stop, starting again, taking action that anything is actually going to change. Nothing changes. If we don't take action, we can be all up in our heads. We can have all these brilliant ideas But ultimately, at some point, we have to do things differently. The other thing that you might notice is that you, when you're self-sabotaging, you're going to come up with so many logical reasons, and it's going to sound so reasonable. You're going to be very persuasive, like, and it, it actually, I've had this come up in, um, in my coaching sessions with some of my clients. And it can be difficult to challenge because it sounds so reasonable. But ultimately, where are you not following through on your desires? You know, where are you protecting yourself from massively fucking up? Because ultimately, that's what's going on here. You're scared of getting it wrong so you'll keep yourself safe by not doing it, but then you're not growing. Ultimately, underneath all of that, it doesn't feel good. It is self-sabotage because you had all these ideas and plans and where you wanted to go and who you wanted to be and what you wanted to offer And then you are putting self-sabotage in place and ultimately that is just stopping you from the growth, the expansion, the version of yourself that you dreamed of. You're just stopping it by coming up with some brilliant reasons why now is not the time and why you shouldn't do it and and all the rest of it. The self-sabotage is just such a big barrier to what it is that you want in your life. It's a big deal and it can be really complicated, but it actually doesn't have to be. Like I was saying a moment ago, just bringing your awareness to the stories you're telling yourself. Noticing that you've gone back into that feeling of like safety and then thinking, well, in three years time, if I just played it safe the whole time. Would I still be in the same place that I am now that I'm actually really ready to move on from? And if the answer is yes, then all you need to do is decide that you're ready to create that magic. Decide that everything is possible for you and just go for it. You'll notice that I talk a lot about choice and free will. You know, ultimately, it is up to us, isn't it? it's up to us to just know that it's okay to get things wrong. It's okay to be learning as you go. Let's just take the pressure off for a a little bit. And let's just, you know, be courageous and take those 1% steps forwards where little by little by little, you are heading towards the things that you want in your life, the life that you've dreamed of, the that satisfaction and fulfillment. And that isn't going to come when you keep sabotaging, when you keep telling yourself now is not the time. <laughs> That's just, yeah, please, please. I hope you can see this for what it is. And I hope you're relating to it because it's, it's such a strong little sneaky bugger, to be honest. The other thing that happens with self-sabotage is, is that we are so horrible to ourselves. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like all the judgments around who we are, they they just, that voice gets really, really strong. We often go to a place of massive self-cruelty as a way to, either motivate us, which I don't really think is the best way. I actually much prefer encouragement. Um So we use self-cruelty to motivate us, but we also use it to stop us, which is what I was just talking about. You know, I'm not good enough. That is not a good motivation to make us do anything. And it is very likely going to stop you in your tracks. So what I often say to my clients when I hear them talking to themselves in really critical, judgy, self depreciating ways, is that I say to them, You've got children, haven't you? Or, And, you know, they say, yeah, yeah, I have. Or no, I I haven't. Well, are you an aunt? Or is there a child in your life that you really love? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I asked them, okay, would you talk to that child in the way that I've just heard you speaking to yourself? Would you tell them that they are setting themselves up for failure? Would you tell them that, oh, that relationship that went wrong, don't ever go into a relationship again, because you're not very good at it, are you? Like, you know, you really messed up that last one. So I don't think you should try it again. It's just clearly not for you. Or would you say to them, ah, what can you learn from the relationship and what went wrong? What can you learn about yourself? Let's, Let's use the idea of learning as we go to prevent us from making the same mistakes again but let's not be so critical. (laughs) Let's not be so unkind to ourselves. Let's actually have a look at the way we're talking to ourselves and how we're allowing ourselves to be so self-sabotaging just in the way that we talk to ourselves. And I invite you listeners right now to really bring some attention to that because we all do it. And, and yet when we start to notice how cruel we are to ourselves and how easy that is for us to be in the role of saboteur, like choose not to choose not to make it a practice, make it a practice of self love that you choose not to behave like that or to treat yourself in that way anymore. I'd love to think of you all starting to fall back in love with yourselves, fall back in love with your dreams, and then take some beautiful, magical, aligned action, knowing that everything and anything is possible and it's okay to get things wrong. It doesn't have to feel so unsafe. It actually can feel quite exciting. You do not have to have it perfect. (laughs) That's another thing I want to say to you, because in that trying to perfect things, we stop ourselves. It's got to all look perfect before I can offer this to my clients. The answer to that, I'm telling you now, is no. <laughs> it it can be It can be evolving. I love the word evolving. Like put out your offer, create your funnel and let it evolve. Let yourself learn as you go. Stop striving for things to be perfect. Things don't have to be perfect. I don't even think we all want it to be perfect. When we're buying something, we want it to be human. We don't have to have that sort of it's all got to be ready. It's all got to be absolutely 100% something that I'm happy with before I share it with the world. It's pretty harsh to be like that. Can't we just soften a little bit? And so another important area of self-sabotage, and you're all going to really recognize this. It's a biggie. Procrastination. (laughs) Yeah. And that again is often something to do with like needing to perfect things as a delay tactic. (laughs) And it's also, I think underneath when I found myself procrastinating, it's often because I'm not feeling so confident. And that lack of confidence is going to be coming from my fear of failure or my fear of getting it wrong or my fear of people saying no. All the things that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, it is normal to procrastinate. It's normal to put off things that are uncomfortable and difficult, but it is actually really is preventing you from achieving all the things that you want to have and That you desire that are going to light you up and bring joy to you. So, again, it's like seeing it for what it is, recognizing what's underneath and choosing, choosing to do it anyway. So, my suggestions, if you are really resonating with a lot of this, is to see if you can turn things around in a different way, like maybe really allow yourself to stop seeking approval and self-approve. Just think to yourself, I like it. It's not perfect, but I'm happy and it's good enough. And I'm going to be courageous and I'm going to share this with someone. Or The other thing that can be really helpful in stopping self-sabotage is actually just rather than having like this big wide view of what it is that you want, like bring it down to the minutia a little bit more so that you are setting goals that are stretchy, but they're not so stretchy that they become so overwhelming that it will feel really unsafe. So like I always talk to you about the 1% shift. So setting goals that are taking you towards the bigger end goal will feel much more doable and you're much less likely to sabotage it when it's like a small step at a time. And balancing that with knowing that you're not, that you haven't gone back into that avoidance behavior, you know, the the avoidance that's been triggered by all the fears and everything. Another way to stop self-sabotage is to make sure you have more support around you. Talk to people, reach out when you're feeling a certain way, make sure you are in, you know, masterminds or you have a coach or you have someone that you can say, I'm feeling this and I can tell that I'm self-sabotaging. Can you just hold space for me while I do this thing? Or can you check in on me you know ask people to help it doesn't have to be a big time commitment for them but in the asking for help you are really upping your self awareness and your self care and you're really really taking action that is the opposite of self sabotage notice when you're making excuses And notice when you're blaming other people for what is going on in your life and bring it back to you being this sovereign being who takes responsibility for your feelings and your actions. Someone who is making their own dreams happen, like self-leadership. Because it's really easy to go into that sort of child part of us that blames mum and dad (laughs) or blames the coach or blames the teacher or blames the training course or blames the friend or blames the partner. What about you become the creator of your life? And just noticing where you are doing Blaming other people for your outcomes is really helpful. Hmm. So I just want to, as I'm feeling into this, I know that one of the biggest things that we do when we're in self-sabotage is talk badly about ourselves. It can easily spiral into extreme criticism of ourselves. And I just want you to notice when you're doing that, because it's so it's so hard when we're in those negative thought patterns to notice how they're really holding us back, how they're really affecting our behavior and, yeah, really impacting our daily life. And they can actually really start to create a situation where we find ourselves not even believing that we can have what it is that we want or that there's something wrong with us, you know? And this sort of creates this awful, this awful cycle. And the only way is to bring the awareness, like I've said. See what is happening. Acknowledge how you're feeling. Look at all the stories. Even maybe find a bit of humor in the way that you have been sabotaging everything. <laughs> Like, whoa, this is, I'm good at this. I'm really good at this. Noticing all those little demons, the self-sabotaging shadows and how they speak. Really take some time to acknowledge them and then put a full stop and choose to create magic. Choose that no matter what, you are not going to let yourself avoid the aligned action anymore because it matters this is your life and it matters that we live a beautiful magical life and it's really down to us to make that happen. I hope you found this really helpful. I have really enjoyed talking about this with you today. that's it for me I hope to yeah I hope you have a great week sending you huge amounts of love and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.